are Locked On Mariners, your daily Seattle Mariners podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Mariners, your home for daily Seattle Mariners news and analysis. Thank you so much for making us your first listen of the day. We are free and available on all platforms. It is Thursday, October 14th, 2021. I am your host, Titan Gonzalez, joined as always by my co-host, Colby Patnode. Follow, follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Mariners. You can follow me at Dane Gonzalez, that's D-A-N-E-G-N-Z-L-Z, and Colby at CPAT11, that's C-P-A-T-1-1. Be sure to also check out our Patreon. Where we talk about the Mariners even more. Also, get into some non baseball talk twice a week, which we might be doing a little bit on here today. You'll you'll see. Visit patreon.com forward slash control the zone for more information on today's episode of Locked On Mariners. We're gonna put Colby's mind to the test and see how many Jerry DePoto trades he can remember. I compiled a few for him to go over. Should be a lot of fun. Uh, should be pretty entertaining. And of course, there are a lot of trades to choose from. We're also going to talk about Mitch Hanniger's letter to the uh, Mariners fan base and the Players Tribune this morning. That had me fired up. And finally, because we're dorks, we're going to debate which Avenger some of the 2021 Mariners are most alike. You'd be surprised how much Colby and I have talked about this off air. So if you like what you hear, give the show a follow or subscribe wherever you listen to this. We greatly appreciate it. Colby, you ready to do some trivia? Uh, sure. Let's let's give it a shot. All right. I put together four trades between 2015 and 2017. So I tried to remove it as far as possible to you know, really get your mind working here and uh, remembering all these trades that Jerry has made in his uh, Mariners tenure. So we're going to start from easiest to hardest, at least in my mind, that that's how I view these trades on December 6th or on December 7th, rather 2016. Jerry DePoto acquired this right-handed pitcher from the San Francisco Giants. Uh, Chris Heston. Yes, correct. Yes. All right. One of one. All right. On to the second one. Seven days after making his first trade as Mariners general manager, DePoto sent prospects Aniel De Los Santos and Nelson Ward to which team for which veteran player? Um. I'm going to go with the San Diego Padres for Joaquin Benoit. Correct. Correct. Two of two. Uh, by the <laughs> way, bonus point, Benoit was mm-hmm. traded the next year for Drew Storen. Yep. Yeah, midseason with the uh, Blue Jays, right? Yeah. Yep. Uh, can you name three of the four prospects DePoto traded to the Marlins for right-handed reliever <laughs> David Phelps? Oh, uh, no, I could probably one of Jerry's not great trades. (laughs) I mean, Phelps would have been good, but he got hurt. Um, Mm -hmm. Brian Hernandez. Correct. Uh, Bryson Brigman. No. Okay. Uh, Brian Hernandez. (sighs) There weren't a lot of good prospects in the system. (laughs) So, um, okay. So I got Bray in, um, mm-hmm. Miami Bryson Brigman. One of them is, oh. one of them is currently on their major league roster on the Marlins. Yes. Uh, you're going to be kicking yourself when you realize who it is. It wasn't Pablo Lopez. Was it? 
It was Pablo Lopez. Oh, yeah, that stings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh boy, I thought that was a. I thought that right. was D Gordon trade. Um, and then I'm, I'm assuming Brigman went to in the Gordon trade. Would be my. I mean, God. I don't Brigman know. went in the Cameron Mabin trade. <laughs> oh yes. Okay. Uh, yeah. So I I don't know who's the other two. You 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 don't want to take a guess. You you can't think about any of the names. I just, it's not someone that it's not obvious. It's not an obvious answer, but I mean, it, I said I remember Bray and Hernandez being like the big one because he was one mm-hmm. of the few prospects. And of course, I don't yeah, think he was like a top five prospect at that time in the Mariner system, which <laughs> the, isn't saying a term, lot. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a top like 70 prospect, um, like in, in like a good system. He was like a top like 30 prospect. Yeah. Um, Lopez, Hernandez, and the other two were right-handed pitchers. I I do not know. The answers are Brandon Miller and Lucas Schiraldi. Oh, of course. How could I forget Brandon Miller and Lucas Schiraldi? <laughs> Shame <laughs> on me for not getting those two. <laughs> I just wanted to see if he would be able to remember any of those names. Uh, so two or three. Uh, last one here. On December 13th, 2017, DePoto acquired two relievers and two separate deals for bonus pool allotment. Name those two pitchers. Uh, uh, it, Adam if, Moore. if it takes you a if, no. Okay. If it takes you a while, I'll, I'll give you the teams. Can you repeat the question, please? Yeah, on December 13th, 2017, DePoto acquired two relievers and two separate deals for bonus pool allotment. Name those two pitchers. Okay, so this, I, I'm assuming this is after they missed out on Otani and they had all that extra money. Um, they were trying to figure out, or was that the next offseason? I think it was the next offseason. Okay, tw- so. It's 2017. No, it was 2017 because they, they acquired D. Gordon like the week before this. Okay. And got the okay. bonus pool money for Otani. Were they uh did they did they pitch for the Mariners the following year at all? Yes. 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 Okay. All right. So now I'm just trying to think twenty this would have been the twenty eighteen bullpen. One of um, them is still in Seattle. Really? Okay. Uh all right, so I'm trying the twenty eighteen bullpen. Obviously not Diaz, not not Colome. Um, why am I blanking on the 2018 bullpen? It wasn't that bad. Um, Would you like the teams that they traded with? Uh, sure. Okay, it was the Tampa Bay Rays, and oh, I believe the Baltimore Orioles. Anthony Mashevitz. Correct. You said the Orioles. Yes, uh, I'm gonna double check that though because I now I'm second guessing myself. Um, it was no, sorry, it was Cleveland. Oh, um, Sean Armstrong. Correct, correct. I probably gave it away with the Baltimore Orioles thing. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I know he pitched for Baltimore uh, and Cleveland. So I was like, okay, yeah, I got that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, there you go. So you you went three or four and and. Almost got the the Marlins one as well. I mean, the the other two were pretty pretty out there. 
<laughs> so, uh, but yeah, overall, it did a good job. Um, yeah, I was thinking about doing. Uh, I was thinking about doing like the the Richie Schaefer trade, but you and I had talked about that previously Taylor off Potter. air. Yeah, the uh, yeah Taylor Motter and all that. Um, there is a couple others that I considered, but I think this might be something that we end up doing a few times this off season. Maybe not every week, but I, I think it would be fun to uh, <laughs> to have you guess these some more. Maybe you'll have me guess some as well because there are tons of Jerry Depoto trades to uh, to cover in the in his tenure. I I know that there's like an actual tracker out there. I think Cespedes BBQ had a tracker for a while that they were mm-hmm. running, or someone someone along those lines was doing it. Might have to find that. Because that might be easier to find because I use the uh, ESPN transaction wire for this and just search for like trade <laughs> for the keyword trade or acquired. But yeah, um, it's fun going down memory lane a little bit. But uh, we're going to talk about one of the players that Jerry DePoto acquired via trade. That's Mitch Hanniger, who uh, wrote a love letter to the Mariners fan base this morning in the Players Tribune. And uh, that. That had me pretty fired up. I think it had Colby fired up as well. We're going to talk all about that because Mariners Twitter is talking all about it. Just a moment. But real quick, a reminder, this episode of Lockdown Mariners is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning like is your Odyssey an LX or an EX and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. So why choose to spend 30%, 50%, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? For example, a Honda Odyssey fuel pump is $353 from a chain store, whereas with Rock Auto, it's only $216. Plus, Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years, and their prices are reliably low for every customer. So go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. You're listening to Locked On Mariners. Thank you again for making us your first listen of the day. Every day we are free and available on all platforms. No paywall, none of that crap. It's just right to you. You want to go on Spotify and listen to us? You can. You want to go on Apple? You can. You can go anywhere. We're on all these different platforms, Stitcher, Google, all that good stuff. You can find us everywhere. Be sure to recommend us to your friends, family, enemies, all that good stuff. Let's talk Mitch Haniger, who this morning penned a love letter to the Mariners fan base in the Players Tribune. And, uh, you know, he he acknowledged that, you know, the great end to the season, the the run that they went on to even get into the playoff conversation, but admitted that, you know, no one's happy with just getting to that point, that they are all very disappointed with how it ended, not being able to get the playoffs. He talked a little bit about Kyle Seager and their relationship and how the clubhouse really wanted to get Seager into the playoffs for the first time and uh, told a little bit about, you know, what the the atmosphere was like around the trade deadline, especially for guys like Seager and for Hanniger and uh, and also, you know, made a commitment to the Mariners fan base for 2022 saying, we're going to end the fricking drought. He except he just he didn't say fricking, <laughs> but he uh, he's very pumped about the next season. He's he's ready to uh, 
to get this thing going. And it seems like that's reflective of a, a lot of people's thoughts in that clubhouse. And, uh, you know, he also shouted out the front office and said, you know, I hope they're, they're reading this, knowing that we want them to invest in this team and go all in on this group of guys. What did you think about Hanniger's letter there, Colby? Yeah, it was uh, it was pretty impressive. Uh, impressive, I would say. Uh, it was it was raw. Um, you know, it, it felt like he spoke from the heart, and and certainly it mm-hmm. should fire up a lot of Mariner fans. Uh, you know, he uh, he he had to battle uh, just to get back on the field. Um, you know, it's it's a lot of frustration there, and it speaks to uh, you know just kind of his his mindset and his attitude about getting back, and and it's 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 good. Uh, it's not it's not like good PR because I don't think Mitch wrote this to, to pump up the Mariners. Um, but mm. it is, you know, it's it's the end of the year. The Mariners could be slipping from some people's mind because it's kind of sort of in that gray area where it's not quite the offseason, but there's really nothing involving the Mariners happening right now. Uh, so this was uh, right. just kind of a, a reminder that, hey, you know, we're here. And I think this is uh, I think this is a good uh kind of an announcement really in a way that you know kyle's gone i I, you know Mm -hmm. he didn't say that but kyle's gone and we need a new leader and i think it's going to be jp and i think it's going to be mitch so um Mm. it it was it was a very good read and yeah it fires you up but uh we'll see we'll see what happens with it but uh yeah i mean if you weren't excited for mariner baseball after this season then i mean i don't know if you could be but if you weren't and you haven't read mitch hanniger's letter yet you should probably go do that yeah, it's clear that you know him and the players they want this just as bad as the as the fans do, and uh, they want the ownership to to invest in this team. What did you think about those comments? Shouting out, you know, calling out the uh, the front office to to spend this year. What did you think about that? Um, I thought he did it in a way that uh, was uh, fair, right? It wasn't, mm-hmm. um, you know, it wasn't whiny. It wasn't. Uh, you know, overly critical. I, I think it was just, it was just mm-hmm. fair to, to say, Hey, you know, I hope you guys are listening and I hope you guys feel what we're feeling and feel what the, you know, the fan base is feeling and all that stuff. Um, there might be some people who read it as, as kind of like, you know, Oh, the, the owner or, uh, you know, the front office isn't communicating with the players that they're going to, they're going to go big and all that stuff. And it's like, well, yeah, they, that's not what they do. Like, it's not mm-hmm. the front office's job to tell the players, here's what we're going to do or try to do. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I wouldn't read too much into that. I, I just I, I think it was just, you know, just Mitch speaking from his heart and, and, and trying to make sure that his, uh, you know, his feelings for the season were known and, and what he thinks this team mm-hmm. can be with the good offseason. Uh, and so and I I think Jerry agrees and I think he's basically said as much. So, uh, yeah, it, it's as long as ownership doesn't get in the way, I, I think the Mariners are going to do what Mitch is asking them to do. And, um, you know, it might hurt sometimes because there might be some players that Mitch is friends with who get traded, uh, you know, mm. but uh, that's just the way it works. And, you know, if Mitch wants to win a world series, then uh, it sounds like he does. Then mm. uh, he's right to, to put some pressure on the front office and the front office is, is right to just, you know, do what they think is best. So uh, I, I didn't read too much into that. I thought it was a, uh, mm-hmm. I thought it was well done by Mitch, and uh, it didn't put anybody in in you know in a bad spot or didn't 
paint anybody mm-hmm. negatively, um, like certain other people's comments. So I thought it was a, a well done uh, call to action. And it just feels like this storm is brewing in a lot of these guys who in this drought to be the ones to do it that, you know, they feel the, you know, the tirelessness in Seattle, but they also feel the sleeping giant that is this fan base in this town and how much of a baseball town this place will be when they get to that point. We, we saw a glimpse of that in the final series of the season when they sold out all those crowds against the angels, et cetera. You know, once this team gets to the playoffs, it's going to be massive. And you already feel this shift in just the Seattle sports culture right now. You know, the Seahawks are kind of going through a lull right now. You know, the quarterback is hurt, all that stuff. The Kraken are just getting going. Really, this is the Mariners time to really take a hold of that Seattle sports hierarchy and sit atop of that and, uh, and turn this, this thing around and, and, it just seems like they're on the cusp of that now. And it's just about having this incredible, you know, a championship off season really to take a, uh, you know, a saying from, from the Seahawks, which again, you know, it's, it's not about how much money you spend, but it's about building a team that is complementary to the pieces that you already have here, because you do have pieces. You have pieces like uh, Mitch Hanniger and JP Crawford and possibly Kyle Lewis and Jared Kelnick and um, Marco Gonzalez and Chris Flexen and, and, you know, that bullpen of course, as well. You can build around this team and build, you know, uh, of course, they were a 90 win team last year. Some of that was luck. Some of that, you know, uh, they just were able to inexplicably win a lot of close games. But, you know, you, you're not going to be able to just replicate that. You need to have a championship offseason. And uh, I love what Mitch said to the front office because it's 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 exactly what the fans feel. It's exactly what you know, the Mariners players feel because it just, it feels close. It feels so close and they need to take advantage of this moment uh, because they they are right on the cusp of that. And also the division around them is getting worse. The A's are getting worse. The angels are still struggling despite having all these superstar players. It's really just the Astros that they're chasing and the Astros might lose Carlos Correa. They might lose Yuli Gurriel. Of course, they're going to be willing to spend and I'm sure that they're still going to have a great team next year. But there's an opportunity here to go into next season and feel like you're at least going to be in contention for the division title. Uh, and that can be done fairly simply because you do have building blocks in place. This is not a full teardown that needs to happen. You just need to add some qu- quality complementary pieces to this thing. And uh, you should be able to, to move forward and do some damage. It's going to be a lot of fun. Loving what I'm hearing from these players, especially Mitch Hanniger. It's awesome. And I uh, can't wait to hear more from these guys. Hope to hear more from them throughout the offseason, especially as this team makes some moves. Uh, we're going to be talking about a fun little uh, topic that we, uh, that Colby and I talk about off air sometimes because we're dweebs. First, a reminder, this episode of Locked on Mariners is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. We're back and better than ever. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back on to start another football season. And as always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action. With a new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, BetOnline.ag continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. That's double your initial deposit just for signing up. Don't forget to use promo code NFL100. Bet Online is the 
the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports from football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. So don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. So Colby, since your uh, your laptop crapped out and you had to go to a uh, Chromebook, you haven't been able to do many videos on our Control the Zone uh, slash True to the Trident YouTube account. But one idea that you had that you wanted to do was to put the faces of the 2021 Mariners on the uh, on some of the Avengers from in from the end of Avengers Endgame when all the Avengers come out of the portals to have the final battle against Thanos, etc. And you and I have talked at length because we are just absolute dorks for the MCU and Marvel stuff. And if you guys have listened to our Control the Zone podcast, you, you know how much we talk about this stuff. But you and I have talked at length about you know which Avengers fit the Mariners or what or rather which Mariners fit the Avengers so I thought today we would talk about that I say it's because my laptop broke but also it's a really hard video to make uh, for me in particular because I'm not that patient so that's that's the other reason <laughs> but um not because it's like a lot of motion capture and all that stuff and I don't even know how to do that so uh but it's uh it's it's tough to say. I, I so I, I think the easy one for me is is the uh, the Ant Man. Uh, you know when he goes super size and he, he comes out and he releases. Who is it? It's it's uh, it's Hulk and uh, Rocket Hulk. and uh, uh, War, War Machine. Machine. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, yeah. So the easy one for that is is that you know uh, Ant Man is 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 probably it probably Toro. Or Anderson, <laughs> right? Um, he's the big acquisition. Like he comes out of he comes out of the rubble and he helps right away. Um, and then the three he releases, and in, in some order, is is uh, Castillo, Smith, and and either Anderson and Toro. I think that's just an easy, <laughs> like those are the reinforcements that come mm-hmm. out of nowhere, kind of. And and uh, mm-hmm. you know, and, and they really help. They really help in your battle. Mm-hmm. So, um, those 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 four were pretty easy. It's just a matter of do I want Toro or Anderson to be Ant Man, um, and I'll go Toro because you know Ant Man's awesome. So no, Jared Kalnick is absolutely Spider Man, right? Yeah, because so. like yeah, because like plus you know he 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 comes up, struggles, basically gets snapped, and then returns and and really helps out in the in the final run for the Mariners. Mm-hmm. I think there's something poetic about that for Jared Kelnick as Spider-Man. Plus, um, he's kind of a young guy, and like it, it fits. The big one, of course, is T'Challa, Black Panther. He's the first to come out of the portals. <laughs> yeah. So, right. like, who is that? <laughs> that has to be someone huge for this team. I feel like... See, this is where I struggle, because it's like... Like, for this year's team... Mm-hmm. To me, J.P. Crawford is either Cap or he's Black Panther. Um, but, you know, I mean, obviously it seems like Seeger was kind of the leader this year. Um, mm-hmm. So I guess it would make sense for him to be Cap. And so I guess Black Panther yeah. would then be uh, would it be J.P. Although with his hair and his beard and all that stuff, J.P. could play pretty good uh, Thor. So, so That's true, uh, too. That is yeah. true, too. I could I could see that. So um but no Black Panther, I'm gonna go with <sighs> I'll go 
I'm going to go with JP. Yeah. I'm, just, I'm struggling to figure out who else to put in that role. Because um, mm-hmm. it, it's not it's not Ty France. It's not Luis Torrens. Like, it's got to be, like, a fairly big player. Yeah. But, like, not one of the big, like, three or four. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. I, I'll go JP as Black Panther. Yeah, it, well, I also like it, too, because, you know, Again, talking about the poetry of it, if you want to look for a deeper meaning, which this is silly to say, considering we're talking about photoshopping faces onto Avengers characters. But T'Challa wasn't there during the the first part of the battle. He shows up later. Kind of what J.P. Crawford had this year, you know, started out slow and then figured things out in in June and, and kind of went from there. Of course, had some up and downs along the way, but good year for J.P. to join in kind of later on in the fight. Yeah. Um, who do you think is is Ty France? I mean, like, w- well, let's let's talk about Iron Man because that's the biggest one of all. That's, I do like the Seeger one. for, yeah. The, I do like the Seeger for uh, <laughs> the Seeger for for Cap, of course, because I mean, even in Mitch Hanniger's article that we just talked about, they re- he referenced Seeger as Cap. Um, so I think that one's pretty clear. But yeah, I mean, who takes the mantle of Iron Man? Is it Ty France? It's, is it Marco? The the problem I have with with Iron Man is that like I I always associate like like Tony Stark with Iron Man because duh, but also just like the attitude, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So it's like it's hard for me to put somebody like Ty France who's much more like like you listen to him mic'd up, he's entertaining, he's funny, but it, it's not like he's not brash or anything like that. Um, mm-hmm. like Tony. So it it this one's tough, but he is one of the big six, so you kind of want to. You know, and, and I guess I'd probably go Marco. Um, yeah, I'd probably go Marco. Yeah, because I, I just, feel like just, Marco could have those those Tony s quips. Yeah, <laughs> he could. I, yeah, I'd probably go Marco. Like I, he's one of the like, big like, sticks. And yeah, like listening to like back when um, back during the uh, shortened season, they would uh, interview players during the games, and they interviewed Marco a couple times. And Marco's actually kind of a funny guy. It's kind of yeah. kind of got a little sarcasm to him. I like it. He does. I mean, he famously yeah. wore the uh, bore, very boring shirt. Um, mm-hmm. uh, by the way, I could also see Marco as Hawkeye, and that's not an insult. If you guys don't know, I love Hawkeye. Um, but just pinpoint accuracy, you know what I mean? Just like that. Mm-hmm. But also, you know, Ty France could be Hawkeye. Um, Chris Flexen could be Hawkeye. Yeah. yeah. I like Francis Hawkeye because, I mean... He doesn't mm. like fire arrows, but he hits arrows all over the ballpark. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, it's, right. it's who are the bullpen guys? Are they the Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy? <laughs> yeah, I, I think Paul Seawald is is Star Lord. I think that's yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I kind of I don't know why I, I kind of see Steckenrider as Drax. Um, <laughs> Yeah. I think that I yeah. think that worked. I'm having no. a great time. I'm I know sure, you are. Uh, yeah, I'm sure you, the listener, are having a great is having a great time as well. You, you let us know who is who is the Captain America of this uh, 2021 Mariners team. Um, yeah, let us know on Twitter at lo underscore Mariners. <laughs> by the way, is is Logan Gilbert Thor, or is that just because of the hair? Because like Gilbert brings that's, the thunder, like he brings the lightning. That's true. That's true. But that's I could just true. be associating that with the hair, you know. Um, yeah, I I like it though. I like it. I'm trying to think of who else could uh you know bring the. Th- I mean maybe Thor is Luis Torrens. 
I don't think we've assigned Mitch Haniger to anybody yet. It could be him. Oh, yeah. That, yeah, we haven't lightning. talked about Mitch yeah. Haniger. Mitch Haniger's <laughs> yeah, probably no, Thor. Thor. Yeah. yeah, Mitch Haniger is Thor. Yeah. There you go. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, Black Widow is probably Sneaky Assassin. Um, he's Casey Sadler, mm. is Black Widow. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so, I like that. Yeah, um, if your guys are wondering who Thanos is, it's John Heyman um, or Kevin Mather. <laughs> yeah. I'll allow or either. Kevin Mather. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> either is okay. All right, who, who's who makes up the Black Order? Is it like Bob Nightingale? <laughs> whoever <laughs> whoever it, loses out on being Thanos, whether it's Heyman or uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> Nightingale. At this point, two of them are dead, right? So there's only two of the Black Order left. Because Ebony Maw's dead and, yeah. and the big guy's mm-hmm. dead, so um, is big guy dead yet? I think so. Whatever, yeah. It's, it's Heyman, it's Nightingale, it's you know, and it's it's Mather. <laughs> but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, no, it's it's fun. See, see, this is how it. You know, this is kind of what we do. We're we're dumb like this, and and we we could spend probably a couple hours talking about this, but oh, um, and you can get way more of this content on control the zone <laughs> our patreon show because we we tend to do this quite a bit on our show we'll usually talk mariners for about 45 minutes and then the last 15 to 30 minutes of the show is us just talking about random crap <laughs> and usually it's mcu related colby's a huge fan of the multiverse he'll tell you all about how much he loves it <laughs> very, very wise of you to say that at the end of our show so i don't have time to rant very very smart. exactly exactly yeah. that's the point so visit patreon.com forward slash control zone to hear colby rant about how much he hates the multiverse multiverse is is going uh, to destroy the mcu there you go by the way sometime in sometime in january just real fast we do we do like a yearly rank of our mc of the mcu movies so just throwing mm -hmm. that out there sometime in january uh you know maybe after the whole show of it oh it's like a two-hour show too like we we go in depth so (laughs) And there's going to be like five new movies to rank around that time. So, yep. Yep. yeah, it's going to be something. So uh, yep. get, get, in, be a lot of fun. get in early. There you go. Boom. That's always a free show. And also remember, we are going to be going to three shows a week at some point this off season. So if you still want us five times a week, subscribe to the Patreon because we're still going to be posting there on the days that we're not posting on Locked On Mariners. So check it out. So that's going to do it for today's show. Thank you so much for joining us here on Locked On Mariners. For Colby Patnode, I'm Tidy Gonzalez. Be sure to give us a follow on Twitter again at LO Mariners, uh, LO underscore Mariners, rather. You can follow me at Dane Gonzalez, that's D A N E G N Z L Z, and Colby at CPAT11, that's C P A T11. You can also find all that stuff in the description of this episode. Thank you again for making Locked On Mariners your first listen of the day. Every day, we'll be back tomorrow with fan fiction friday where you the listener will send us trade proposals for the mariners and we'll grade them on air we'll be making a post about that on twitter so be sure to stay glued to our feed for that and there you can submit your trade ideas now make your second listen of the day locked on mlb where paul francis sullivan and please call him sully brings you his unique perspective on the major leagues president pass it's free and available on all platforms just like us have yourself a beautiful baseball day and we'll see you tomorrow